This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Today, we are continuing on the subject of retirement planning. Whether you are uh, just starting uh, in your work, uh, in your career, whether you are close to retiring, whether you are already retired, stay tuned. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to prosper and be an agent of transformation in your family, in your community, and in your city for His glory, for His kingdom. My name is Bol Kere. I'm your host for this show, Thrive 1110. And you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca uh, website or thrive1110.ca. That's thrive1110.ca. And um, you can um, leave me a message there, say hi, whatever you want, ask a question, um, leave a comment, etc. And I'll be glad to uh, to read from you. So today we are continuing on this subject of retirement planning that we started um, last episode and um, um, last episode, the pe- uh, previous episode. And uh, I'd like to continue giving you tips and insights about um, about this subject of retirement planning. And it, it doesn't matter matter um, um, if you just started working, if you you think you're close to um, retiring. Or if you are already retired, uh, you will find something that will benefit you in the tips and uh, and uh, insights that I'll be sharing. Practical ones that you can take and run away with and implement that for your for yourself. So um, I started um, the other time talking about sources of income, uh, but before even sources of income, we read in Luke fourteen. Uh, verse 28, and let me read that again. But don't begin until you count the cost for uh, for who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it. So this passage talks about the importance of planning and the importance of making sure that you have enough to finish the projects that you undertake. In that sense, retirement is a project. It's It's a season of your life. It's a phase of your life. And you want to make sure that you have enough uh, uh, money, enough funds to see you throughout this retirement season of your life. And what I like also in this um, verse, Luke 14, 28, is that before even talking about the financials, it talks about construct construction of a building. And uh, you cannot even begin talking about financials if you don't know what, what it is you're building. Uh, the money that you need for a st- single-story building is not the same money that you need for a ten-story um, uh, 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 t- ten-stories building. So it is um, uh, really um, critical, foundational, that you have clarity on what you are called to do during retirement. Again, retirement doesn't mean you stop working. It simply means you you don't need to be paid for the work you do. Um, because work is a form of worship. And biblically, there's no such concept of retirement as what we're hearing about commonly in society. 
But I would just say it's a time when you become financially independent and don't need to be paid for the work you do. But you still be doing work, whether you change the type of work you do, you do different things, um, etc. Work is still required. It's just a form of worship. And it, it has to be connected with what God has called you to fulfill in life, to accomplish in life. Uh, because the day you stop having a purpose, the day you say, uh, no, I've, I've, I've done everything, then that day you're dead. And um, in that sense, you really want to have clarity about what it is that you're building. What, what, what's coming your way? What's next for you in, in, in the next five years, in the next 10 years of your life? Maybe you're in your, in, your, in your 50s or in your 60s. What's ahead of you? What is God calling you to do? Maybe you, ju- you just started working and the same question remains. What is your calling? What is God calling you to do? So that one day you can, you can really not be tied to, uh, to a workplace because you need an income, but rather that you can live out your calling uh, as soon as possible. Um, even through your work as you're being paid. So retirement is uh, simply that that season of life where you don't need to be paid because um, now you have enough income or enough resources that you don't need to get an income from a job. So very important to get that before we continue. And I talked about that last week. You can go back and listen to uh, that previous episode that part one of retirement planning. Then I went ahead and said, once you have clarity about that um, and you and your spouse, if you're married, align with with whatever uh, retirement looks like for both of you and it pulls you, it, 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 it pulls you together instead of pulling you away from each other, then you can um, enlist the help of an advisor to, uh, to help you put a cost on all of that in a very realistic way, in a professional way, so that you don't mess this up. You don't want to miscalculate the cost for such an important period of your life. So I would really suggest you work with a professional. And if you don't have an advisor that can do that for you in an objective way, in an independent way, please reach out. My email is bold at thrive1110.com or go to the website thrive1110.ca. That's thrive1110.ca and send me a message through there so I can see how I can help you. And by the way, if you have questions um, um, regarding retirement planning, estate planning, or any other subject, business, marketing, sales, etc., just reach out to me and, and send me those questions because those will be um, questions and subjects I'll be using for upcoming episodes. Um, so, right. So now you have uh, the cost for uh, the building. Um, and now you're looking at your sources. Where is the money going to come from? If I don't um, get paid, if I'm not receiving any pay from a work, where is the money coming from to build that building, to live out, to live through this retirement? And we started talking about government uh, related income. And we talked about um, the CPP, that's the Canada Pension Plan. We talked about the old age security, that's OAS. And all of them are really um, plans from the government. The CPP being 
um, a function of your income levels um, when you were working and uh, the OAS not being related to your income, meaning even if you didn't work, uh, you could still be getting OAS and it's rather a function of how many years you've stayed in Canada after your age 18. So there are other government sources of income in retirement that I don't want to get into because it would just be getting into the, the nitty-gritty details and, and getting more complicated. If you have questions, reach out. Just reach out to me or reach out to your advisor. Now, let me um, tackle these other, um, this other um, source of potential source of income, which is uh, your work um, pension. So we talked about receiving um, income from Government of Canada, but you could also be receiving something from your work as you retire. Um, so maybe your work or your employer, your business, maybe you had set up uh, a retirement package that when you when you retire, you can start receiving things from them. And that could either be in the form of, um, of a lump sum that they'd simply give you, hey, uh, Mr. and Mrs. X, this is what uh, you have accumulated throughout your working years. This is a nice lump sum that I can give you now. Go and enjoy your retirement. So it could be in that form. That way they're giving you a, 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 a pocket of a, a bag of money, if I can put it that way. And it's up to you to manage that bag of money so that it lasts you, so that it serves you the best during your retirement um, uh, season. Or it could be um, different. Your work could say, hey, Mr. Mrs. X, um, you've worked for us. Now you're retired. Instead of giving you a lump sum of money, uh, for you to manage as you please, we are just going to give you um, um, a predictable income. That's it. We are simply going to give you a, a defined benefit, a predictable income uh, that will follow you for the rest of your retirement season, the rest of your life, as long as we as a company continue to exist. So you have these two forms uh, mainly, there are a variety of other forms that I won't get into now, just for the sake of time and for the sake of simplicity. But if you have questions regarding um, um, these, talk to your advisor or reach out to me for uh, for help. So these were um, the work-related pensions. And by work-related, if you are a business owner, uh, you could have set up these things in your business. Um, for yourself and for uh, your employees. If you are an employee, uh, maybe your employer has such um, such um, such programs in place that you can benefit from when you retire. Um, now, the other category that I want to talk about. So I talked about the government um, sources of income, CPPOS mainly. Talked about work-related uh, income, so work pension. Talked about the, the lump sum option or the defined predictable income option. So depending on your employer or depending on what you set up as a business, um, you'll get one or the other or a variety of other ones that are not getting into because it's, it can very quickly become complicated. But now let's go into your personal savings, um, things that you have done yourself to, uh, to uh, put some money aside for retirement. 
and that can include anything ranging from uh, from uh, real estate investing that would give you either equity in a building or in a group of buildings or uh, rental income or it can also be um, saving vehicles um, investment vehicles like uh, RRSPs and TFSAs and I quickly want to talk on RSPs and TFSAs so RSPs and TFSAs are the the people sometimes tend to tend to mix them but they are very distinct tools and they serve different purposes but both can be used for retirement planning actually and um, again to make it simple here is what I would say about um, RSPs and RSPs simply stand for registered retirement savings plan RRSP registered retirement savings plan so it's just a tool that was uh, promoted by the instituted promoted by the government uh, years years back to encourage people to save for retirement and it is what is called a tax deferral tool um, meaning when you save money inside an RRSP so you get your your whatever pay and uh, you put some of it inside an RRSP um, the government says when you do that we will actually reduce your tax so uh, you won't have to pay tax on the money that you put inside an RRSP. So if a given year, for example, your income was a hundred thousand and um, out of what you received um, in your checking account, you put 10,000 inside an RRSP. That means that you'd be saving, saving taxes on that 10,000 that you put inside the RSP. So all of a sudden, um, instead of being taxed on a on a on a gross income of one hundred thousand, because you you put ten thousand inside the RSP, you'd be now taxed on ninety thousand. Um, so that's simply hundred thousand minus the ten thousand gives you ninety thousand. So that is the way you're paying less tax when you put money inside an RRSP. Now. That 10,000 that you put inside the RSP will grow. And as it grows, invested inside the RSP, as long as it stays there, you are not paying any tax on that growth. So the money inside the RSP grows, grows. And the intention or the idea is that when you reach retirement years, because you're no longer receiving income from a job, you can now take money out of your RSP as an income. And as you take money out of your RSP as an income, you are taxed on that money. Um, now, if you're no longer receiving uh, income from a job, it means that most likely your income level is lower than when you were actually working in the active force, which means you'd be taxed less on the money you're taking out of the RRSP. So that's why it's called a tax deferral device because you're actually deferring the tax um, from now where you're having some level of income and would be taxed at a higher rate to a later time when you are in retirement where you don't have a work income and then your income is low. That way you're taxed at a lesser rate when you take money out of the RRSP. And there are all sorts of tactics that can be done with the RSP, um, splitting it with your spouse, 
uh, spousal RSPs, etc. I don't want to get into that. It becomes too complicated very fast. And uh, the, the simplest way is just to reach out to your advisor or reach out to me to talk about these things for your personal situation. Um, so that's the RRSP. Now, talking about the TFSA, that stands for Tax-Free Savings Account. Talking about the TFSA, um, same principle. When you put money um, inside your TFSA, the money that is inside your TFSA grows. It's invested. It can grow inside your TFSA without you having to worry about tax. But contrary to the RRSP, the money that you put inside your TFSA um, doesn't give you a tax advantage from the get-go. So if I go back to the same example, you have a $100,000 income. And um, out of what comes in your checking account, you put 10000 inside your TFSA this time, not RSP, your TFSA. Um, contrary to the RRSP, you would not be getting a tax break on that 10000 meaning you won't be taxed on 90000 just as it was the case for the RRSP example. You would still be taxed on 100000 income. But where it, it, it's, um, it's a clear advantage, where it becomes an advantage, uh, where the TFSA becomes an advantage is, is that after, um, after a while, as your money grew inside the TFSA, not being taxed, you will need to take out money from your TFSA to do whatever you want to do as an income, etc. But when you take money out of the TFSA, you are not taxed on that money that you withdraw from your TFSA. So if I if I'm if I'm summing this up very quickly, it's simply to say that with the RRSP, you are saving tax when when you put the money inside the RSP, but when you take the money out at a later date, you are paying tax on the money that you you're taking out. With the TFSA, you are not saving tax on the money you're putting in the TFSA, but at a later date, when you take money out of the TFSA, even though it grew inside the TFSA, you are not paying tax on that money that you're taking out of the TFSA. So these two tools can really be um, um, work in, in synergy in uh, the context of retirement planning to, uh, to help you have the best of uh, both worlds uh, when comes time for retirement. And actually, those two tools could actually be used for other things than retirement. Uh, but that goes into more planning stuff, um, more um, financial planning stuff, and uh, w which I don't want to be focusing on now. But uh, yeah, just suffices to say that TFSA and RSP can be tools that you can use in tandem in combination with the advice of a professional so that you can actually be get the best out of uh, those two tools. And, um, and they could also actually be used for, um, for goals, for objectives that are not retirement related. Um, that you can talk about that with your advisor. So I talked about the government sources of income, CPP and OAS. I talked about the work pensions, so work related uh, uh, pensions. Uh, either you get a lump sum that you manage 
for the rest of your retirement or you get a defined uh, benefit payment for the rest of your retirement. And then I moved into your personal savings, um, which can include RSPs and TFSAs, a mix of both, and which can include other assets like um, real estate, for example, where you have uh, rental income coming in if you plant things well, or where you can have equity from uh, from real estate that you have um, that you have acquired prior to retirement. So these are some of the personal aspects that uh, personal savings aspects that I wanted to um, to quickly touch touch base on uh, for retirement. Um, so let me recap the entire thing because it's very important. First, you determine the type of building. What type of retirement are you having? What are you called to do? Make sure you're in line with your spouse. Then use a professional to determine the cost. Once the cost is determined, look at your sources. What sources do you have? You have uh, government um, types of sources, CPP and OAS. You have work-related type of sources, um, uh, either a lump sum or a defined payment, a defined um, uh, benefit payment, or and or you have uh, personal savings that can be from um, from RSPs, TFSAs and uh, real estate, sorry. Uh, you also have a whole other bunch of products that can be used, and that could even include insurance. And I quickly want to mention something about insurance because that is a tool that is not known by many people, um, especially if you are at a place where you have, uh, you, you're pretty much maximizing your TFSAs and your RSPs um, or you just want to diversify your investments, insurance can be a tool that helps you both have insurance and investment and tax um, tax um, tax uh, efficient retirement income. Um, so the types of insurance that would help you do that are not term insurances. They would be insurances like whole life insurance and universal life insurance, but then we're getting into more advanced type of uh, retirement planning and more advanced type of uh, tax planning and reach out to your advisor or if you don't, reach out to me, bolt at thrive1110.com or send me an, a message through thrive1110.ca. Um, By the way, before I forget, again, and, and I think I said that um, a few moments ago, but I really want to stress, I want to make these um, these episodes a little bit more interactive. So I'm uh, calling out to you to reach out and submit your questions and your comments so I can base the episodes based on what is really of, mat of, uh, of concern to you, what really matters to you. So um, it, regardless of, it is, um, of if it is a financial question, um, um, a business-related question, a ministry-related question, um, uh, sales, marketing, financial planning, estate planning, um, uh, leadership, management, human resources, um, efficiency, um, organizational efficiency, whatever comes to your mind related to business and money, uh, please reach out through the website thrive1110.ca. Leave, uh, um, leave your questions there for me 
or send me an email directly at bold at thrive1110.com. And I will make sure to get back to you and we can talk about them. Um, so go ahead. I hope the tips and insights that were given up to now uh, were useful for you. At least I hope one of them is going to be useful and you're going to take action. So don't just listen, take action, do it. You can do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. All right. Now, um, I was planning maybe on doing two episodes on uh, retirement planning, but I think I'm going to add another one, which I find is, is quite important. As we talked about tips to prepare for retirement, I can't go past that aspect of things because that's really key. And most people that I talk with, as I help people with their finances and, and their retirement planning, most people, business owners and uh, professionals that I talk with, um, really do not see that side. It can, it's, it's a blind spot. It's a financial blind spot. Let's put it as, as that. And uh, it's the risks that one can face during retirement. So there are some categories of risks that I want you to be aware of as you prepare, as you plan for retirement, whether you just started, whether you're getting close to it, or whether you are already into it. I want you to be aware of these risks in retirement and put in place measures to uh, cope with them. If they, if they happen, if those things really occur. And, um, and it says in Proverbs, I believe it's Proverbs 27, I believe it's, uh, it's verse, um, I believe it's verse, uh, 12, Proverbs 27, verse 12. Um, it, it says that the prudent sees danger ahead and takes refuge, but the simple goes ahead and suffers the consequences. The prudent says danger and takes precautions, but the simple goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. So um, that's why I believe in support. it's important that I talk about those risks that are associated with the retirement phase so that you can, um, you can take refuge. So that right now you can do what it takes, what is necessary um, to be well off when these things happen. And uh, in a next episode, I'm going to tackle them and, um, and uh, hopefully it's also going to be useful. So that's it for today, folks. We are at the end of today's episode, Retirement Planning. This was part two. I'm inviting you to tune in next week, same time, same station for another episode of Thrive 1110, where you'll get Bible-friendly practical tips on business and money. This is Thrive 1110, and I am Bo Kerry, your host. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.